Welcome to Entrepreneurhood, where we break entrepreneurship down into three simple pillars, business, lifestyle, and motivation. Our goal is to use our personal experiences as industry leaders to guide and inspire young entrepreneurs to see the lesson in every challenge, because we understand that companies don't succeed, people do. Now, welcome the leaders of Entrepreneurhood, Lakeham and KB. All right, welcome to the neighborhood. You got your boy Lake Kim in the building, and I got my brother KB in the building with me. We on episode 18, and we decided to call this episode, I Hate Small Talk. And this episode, I think a lot of people could connect with because there's a lot of meaning behind this. So KB, he got a a nice and simple quote for y'all, and then he's also going to let y'all know why we decided to choose this episode. So KB, let him know what the quote of the day is. Today's quote is, everything you want in life is just a relationship away. Wow. Yo, so simple, bro, but so impactful at the same time. I think that's so true because when it comes to, you know, getting what you want, all you got to do is know the right people. And I think that's a big mistake our entrepreneurs, we tend not to go after is because, you know, we're scared. So I think this episode is going to touch a lot of people and encourage them the way that they should. Yeah, and the main reason we wanted to do this episode is to explain why networking is so essential to grow your business. It's not a plus thing, it's a necessity. Hmm. And once you realize that, then you will start succeeding in whatever field that you're in. That's a fact. And I was just telling you before we started, I didn't realize this, but I've been networking since I was like 18, 19, before I even knew what, what networking was. So I'm excited to talk about this. Um, because I feel like a lot of people might be able to relate. Yeah. And then throughout the episode, you might realize you've probably been networking before you even had a job. <laughs> That's a fact. So let me give you guys the definition real quick. Networking is the exchange of information and ideas among people with a common profession or special interest, usually in an informal setting. Mm. So we've all been networking for a long time now. Yo, I didn't even think of it like that. No, nah, that's true. So wait, it said usually in a informal setting? Yes, in the informal. Oh, yeah, I feel that. I got a cool stat for y'all too. 85% of positions are filled through networking, according to Review42.com. Which means is, go back to the old saying, it's not about what you know, it's who you know. And it's a proven stat behind that. That makes a lot of sense because... My brand manager, we were talking about different ways of how we should recruit people. She was saying the number one way to recruit or connect with people is through word of mouth. When she said that, I was shocked because I was thinking the best way is through ads or just putting it out there so everyone could see. But networking is key. Definitely, bro, because you want people talking about you. A lot of times celebrities, they do a lot of stunts. And publicity stunts for people to talk about, but it's usually because they're selling a product right after that to get everybody's attention. Yeah, 50 Cent do that all the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's a master of that. He's always like on in social media and on Instagram trolling, but he's getting all the traction to his page. He say a lot of controversial things. And then what I noticed is right after that, he make a post about a new product or a new video that he got coming out. He's a guru. He knows how to network for real. Yeah. And he even brands his hashtags on every post, regardless of what he's talking about. He's real small with that. He's a Southside original. I don't expect nothing less. 
let's get into the problems. Reason why people dislike networking itself. The first problem we came up with is they just don't want to be prejudged. I think that this one is important because have you ever like met somebody or seen someone and without even knowing them, you just look at them and be like, yo, I don't like you. And (laughs) (laughs) you don't really have a reason. I feel like because that's how we are personally, when it comes to business, we take that same attitude and that's what discouraged people from trying to make those new connections. I wouldn't take it to that extent where I said I don't like a person, <laughs> but I would, <laughs> I would assume that they're a certain type of way based on how they look. That's my prejudging right there. Oh, you a nice one. You a nice yeah. guy. I know a lot of people that I know, they'd be like, yo, man, they have no reason to not like a person just by looking at them. It's crazy. It's a cruel world out there. It's true. I used to get that all the time in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why you don't like me? I don't know. It's just, it's something about you. I'm like, okay. That's the key word. It's something about you. Yep. But most of the time, they actually didn't like me. They just want to say it. (laughs) (laughs) They probably had a crush on you. Like, you see, and and that's the thing is like, sometimes when people want to connect, they find reasons to not build a relationship. And then that's their excuse. I think this episode is going to be dope. What's the next one that we got? The next reason is why people dislike networking is they claim themselves as an introvert. I hear that a lot lately, and I'm tired of it because (laughs) scared money don't make no money. And you got to get out there. It's your business. It's not you that you're selling. It's your business that you're selling. You're sharing with people. I think people overextend that introvert aspect of it when it comes to entrepreneurship. You can't be an introvert. You can be an introvert, but you got to know when you can't be an introvert. It's okay to be shy. It's okay to be nervous meeting new people, but when it's business, yo, you got to get out your shell for real. You're going to starve if you try to pull an introvert car forever. So you only could pull that car for a certain amount of time until you just got to realize that, yo, I got to be an extrovert. But I think there's a lot of people that, that claim to be an introvert. They won't definitely relate to that. The third problem that we see that people dislike networking is because they don't know the difference between networking and selling. Oh my gosh, I hate that. So, for example, a lot of times people understand when you network, you're really just sharing your story, your experience, your testimonial. And you should do that without even asking for the sale because you're just having a conversation with someone. We get misconstrued because we're so excited, we're so passionate about our business that we just think we have to always be closing. And that's not the case. <laughs> it's so funny. That's what I teach my employees. I, I teach them ABC, always be closing. But that's when we in field mode and that's when we in sales mode. When you in connecting mode, all you want to do is just build a relationship. My big pet peeves is when I meet someone for the very first time and they don't even try to get to know me. They just try to sell me a product or a service and it gets under my skin because I'm like, yo, ask me about me. You got to know how people are. Everybody wants to talk about themselves. And I think that's a big issue that people have. I like that you point out the aspect of environment because environment is everything. And we live in a a double standard society. So for example, like it's okay to wear a bathing suit to the beach, but if you try to pull up to the mall with it, it's not okay at all. (laughs) (laughs) Tatiana. You just got to know when it's appropriate to be selling and what is appropriate to be networking. And once you know the difference, then you understand the rules of the game. Yeah, that's so true. So let's talk about some of our experiences with each one. And the first one 
you know, the first problem that we have and why we hate small talk is the concept of prejudging. This is a big thing that it's taken me a while to get over. And knowing that people are going to judge you regardless is just a part of, you know, life. So I think when it comes to networking, right, one of the biggest things that I've noticed is people tend to judge others based on what they're wearing. They tend to prejudge people based on like their hairstyle. They tend to prejudge based on like what color they're doing. There's so many different things. You got to not allow that to be the reason why you don't approach somebody because you don't know how that person feels. You don't know what they could offer. So it's just like going and initiating a conversation is such a huge part of building strong relationships. The fear of not being liked is what holds a lot of our entrepreneurs back. I could definitely agree. For one particular experience where I was at a networking event and I was speaking, and after you're done speaking, you engage with the other people in the audience. Being that you know I am a fitness trainer and I do look a certain way, I approached another entrepreneur, and I think she sells some type of baked goods. I'm not sure. can't remember which one. But when I was engaging with her, she was so shelled off and defensive because she just think it was a counterproductive type of conversation. And I was like, yo, I'm actually interested in what you're selling. Because one, I still like eating sweets. I still like eating <laughs> stuff that tastes good. Just because I work out doesn't mean I deprive myself from that. And not only me, but also you know the people around me, they enjoy that. And she was just so shocked by me sparking a conversation with her because she just think there was no correlation there. And she could have missed out on some sales. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to like different networking events, like I said, I'm a big person on prejudging, you know, because I've been going to networking events since I was like 18, 19 years old. I'm so grateful because I didn't realize how important of a skill it is. And when I went to a lot of the networking events, when I was like, even before I became an entrepreneur, that was just a skill that some of my mentors taught me was the goal was to like build relationships. But I think what a lot of entrepreneurs and what I experienced when I first went there was I was like, they're not going to want to talk to me. They're not going to think that I'm valuable enough to hear about what I have to say. So that made me super nervous. When you're nervous, you tend not to take any action. My early experiences with networking events, it made me prejudge talking to people because I felt that they were going to view that I didn't have any value. And that made me nervous. So you felt like they would have viewed you that you didn't have any value because you didn't have anything to offer at a particular moment? Exactly. I didn't have nothing to offer. The first few networking events I went to, it was funny. I was a fitness trainer as well. And the goal was for me to hand out business cards and for me to like get people to come to the gym. Because I look so young, I'm like, these people all look mid-30s, um, early 40s. In my head, I was like, they probably are looking at me as a young kid and that thinking that I can't bring anything to the table. Mm -hmm. So I was very hesitant on trying to spark conversation. I could definitely agree, though. When, you, when we think back to that age where, you know, starting new, whatever you're doing, you're just so fresh to the real world. It makes you feel incapable to carry a certain conversation because you don't really know too much about politics. You don't know too much about business. So you just like. Where's somebody that looked like me at? You know, that's, <laughs> that's how you really feel. What I also learned too is that when you're at that age, you want to give knowledge off to someone else that's younger than you. And you want them to be questionable about certain things that's going on in the world. And this way you could feed them with knowledge and experience. 
I mean, now you look back in retrospect, like, wow, I wish I would have asked more questions. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that was my first experiences of prejudging, right? And it eventually allowed me to go to more and more networking events. Because I think for all of our entrepreneurs, whenever you network or whenever you connect with people and you're in a room of people that you don't know, you feel like you're on an island because you're like, I want to approach, but I'm not sure if I could connect or I could relate. But I think if we as entrepreneurs just eliminate all of the prejudging, we're going to get that connection that could help us get our business to the next level. And it's just a matter of getting out the comfort zone for real. True, bro. The next experience is, you know, being an introvert. Me personally, I can say when I started my business, I wasn't too much an introvert because I already had a chip on my shoulder about being the first person I know what, what a business. When I was younger, though, I was an introvert heavy where I didn't really speak to people at all. I was mute for a few years. <laughs> but what made me get out of that is, is like just realizing who I am, having confidence in myself. And I think a lot of times people are so shy because one is a lack of confidence of whether it might be how they look or, you know, about their craft or they don't feel like they have enough ambition or confidence to carry a conversation to be in a room and be okay by themselves at that. Yeah. I think being an introvert is a tough part because you have to understand, again, when you should be an introvert and when you shouldn't. And there's a lot of times that when I'm in public, I'm an extrovert, right? I'm very outgoing. I'm very open and I like to spark conversations. But when I'm in the crib and it's me and my fiance, she's always like, yo, why don't you give me that same kind of energy that you give your employees? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, it's because like I've given so much. Now I just want to be more reserved. So I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, it's the opposite. And I don't know if you feel the same way, like certain girls or certain, per- certain guys, when they're outside, they're super quiet, super mellow. But when it's you and them one-on-one, they're a whole different person. Yeah, the switch up is real. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be like that in grade school where in class I didn't really talk much at all. I was just getting my work done. But once I got outside, I was a whole different person. That's why I felt more comfortable and I felt like I can be myself without the teacher interrupting me in my fun. <laughs> <laughs> when it came to entrepreneurship, it's like I have to meet people to talk about my business too and also to learn from as well. Especially when you're so young starting something, you want to soak up as much knowledge as possible. But if you don't ask, they can't help. But back to the saying where it says closed mouths don't get fed. And I truly believe that. So if you don't really speak up or ask questions, then how are you going to advance to the next level? And I think a big part of understanding that it's okay to be shy, but it's also a big part to know that each relationship is the beginning of a, of a new journey. And I think back to all of the different relationships that I've created from the small talk and from just finding something that I have in common with someone. And you just never know where a relationship is going to take you. So I think for any entrepreneur who calls himself an introvert, you just got to know like a relationship is meant to create stronger connections and every connection you have opens up a new door. So don't use that card as I'm an introvert. Like you said, you're going to starve being an introvert as an entrepreneur. And we want our entrepreneurs to flourish. Wow. That, that was deep, man. Because as you started speaking, I started thinking about the first time when we met and you had no shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was an introvert at the time, but I'm like, 
let me say something to this kid. He looks like he, he's interested. <laughs> he has an exciting life. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, see, <laughs> you always got to bring that up. So, look, so listeners, when I was a kid, I was a free spirit. And me being a free spirit, man, I was never an introvert. I, I was always outgoing and I felt like wearing shoes made me slow. So when I didn't wear shoes, I was fast. And KB just met me on a fast day. That's all it was. You was in the Olympics? Like, <laughs> you just didn't like wearing shoes, man. It's all about the glow up, KB. You talking about the past. I'm trying to help our entrepreneurs focus on the small talk. No, it's just going back to your point. Like that one small talk that we had led to, you know, us 20 years later on entrepreneurhood. <laughs> See, all right, now I like that. When you bring it back together like that, that makes sense. And I think that's a big part, though, listeners, is like you never know where a relationship was going to take you. You never know how strong of a bond it could build. Yeah, like that's really what it does to you. Third issue is knowing the difference between network and selling. Now, this one is really gets under my skin a lot of the times because people start off with such a, a genuine conversation, a genuine approach, and they're all about working together and co-working cohesiveness and positive energy and then they're just trying to get a sell right off you at that very moment and it's like yo you just killed it like bro i was connected to you we was vibing but i'm not buying your stuff like i'm not that's not what i'm here for i'm here just to meet people and i think a lot of times we get misconstrued the moment to attack yeah and i think going back you gave a, a good example earlier where you said i think someone approached you when you were training so tell the listeners a little bit about that story so I'm training my clients and we outside at the park and we're pretty much done with our session and we're just stretching. So he did wait a little bit to come over, wait a little bit of time. But when he came over, this is another trainer that was introducing his training network and his business. I actually really wasn't listening to a lot of what he was saying, but <laughs> he just kept over talking and he started passing out products like his merch and business cards. And he was saying, well, I have told so many clients, I could offer you some. I'm like, yo, bro, you don't even know who I am right now. <laughs> he didn't have the nerve to ask me, what's my name? He just kept speaking and overspilling. And I think like, yo, you could have made an actual friend, but you thought you was going to make a sale. And that wasn't going to happen, especially at this point in time when I'm in front of my clients. I'm still not done doing my job and my service. And I just felt it was very disrespectful. But I played it cool. And you see like, and that's what I want the entrepreneurs to hear is that if you try to come at someone without being genuine with the end goal of like making a sale without getting to know them, yeah, your stuff is going to get tossed. That was a great example because I think when we approach different situations and I could think of an example that happened to me too. So I've had like multiple situations where, again, you know, back to the, the title is I hate small talk. I feel like any time I have someone who comes up to me that I don't know and they just start talking to me, I just like wait for the pitch to come. I don't know why I feel like that, but I've had multiple situations where like a person's came up to me, they was like, hey, how you doing? You know, they would compliment you or whatever. And then all of a sudden the conversation in the snap of a finger, it just becomes pitch on what they have to offer you. And I'm like, Similar to what you just said, I shut down. And in my head, I'm just like, yo, I don't want to talk to you. So I think for any entrepreneur, 
you got to understand that first connection that you're trying to make with someone, you have to make it genuine because if it's not, you're not going to build no relationship. And just like the quote you said earlier, everything in life is only one relationship away. And I think too many entrepreneurs, they burn bridges before they get that relationship. They burn them fast too, because they're just thinking about the amount of money they want to make by doing a numbers game. Because a lot of people, they train other people to do a numbers game. Talk to a hundred people, you might get two to listen. So I actually have a stat that you know can really denounce that because it's going to be much harder doing it that way. So it says business owners have to hand out as many as 2,000 business cards before they can see a sales increase of 2.5%. Wow. But you got to think about the amount of time that you spent just handing out 2,000 business cards where you could just have a good focal point on a good 50 people and have a genuine conversation with them. So to me, I don't believe in the numbers game because it's like you just burn more bridges than the ones that you create. And if you're going to do something, be genuine with the relationship, be genuine about what you want or what you can offer and figure out how you can, you know, help this person instead of just trying to take from them. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's a very interesting uh, statistic because I think that's a big thing that I notice entrepreneurs, we struggle with. We struggle with like overselling. The most powerful thing of networking and connecting is word of mouth and if we don't understand that or we don't like use that to its full power, like then we're going to overwork ourselves in other areas that we shouldn't. I would rather like have five genuine conversations than hand out 2000 business cards like any day of the week. Yeah. And then for a 2.5% increase, <laughs> that's, that's nothing. You just yap your gums and not getting the money in return. Like your ROI is too low. <laughs> <laughs> that's the disconnect. The disconnect is knowing like where your time is best spent. Your time is best spent just forming a good connection. That's what I know I struggle with. I want our entrepreneurs to not like go down the same path that the same mistakes that we made. Let's get into the the solutions of how to go about it and how to do it with a purpose. So one of the keys that I have is reprogram your mind. And that goes back to the prejudging. Coming from New York, we have this instant chip on our shoulder. (laughs) <laughs> well, we feel like we have to have a certain type of face on. So when people approach us, they don't think we're sore. And it might sound cliche, but it's true. And it's like, you always just feel like we got to have a certain type of attitude or swagger or demeanor where we f- seem unapproachable. And once you realize that outside of your living environment, wherever you're from, you have to reprogram your mind and realize you're a business owner now. You're an entrepreneur. You don't have to think the same way as people think where you come from. And it's a level of growth when you reprogram your mind about meeting and communicating with people, especially when it comes to guys talking to guys, like we just feel like that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know you, bro. It's like, that's the whole point we're here to get to know new people. Wow. Yeah. I think that's a powerful takeaway, a real powerful takeaway because reprogramming your mind is something that we, you know, that a lot of people struggle with because it's hard to break a habit that you've been doing for 20 plus years or, however long you, you've had that bad habit. So for me, when I think of prejudging, I think is understanding that when it comes to prejudging, I think it's all about understanding of your, your facial expressions and like the body language that you give off, right? So a lot of people, we try to overanalyze a person's body language or what we think they're going to say. You don't know what someone is going to say until you talk to them. The biggest thing is 
don't try to overthink a conversation. Don't try to overthink um, what a person might say to you. Just go and approach them. That goes along with what I had too, is like have a conversation without any expectation and just share, you know, your values and your story and testimony. Actually listen to, to other people that you're talking to. So a lot of times people, we just talk, 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 but we don't listen. And when we don't listen, there's no type of exchange of information and no type of exchange of emotion as well. Mm-hmm. And because people don't remember what you said, they remember how you made them feel. So if you made somebody feel annoyed, <laughs> <laughs> then they're not going to want to be bothered with you when it comes to business. Yeah, they're going to always remember you as that annoying person. <laughs> exactly. That's powerful. The next problem that we're going to talk about is when an entrepreneur says that they're an introvert. And the solution that I came up with how to overcome being an introvert and being shy is you have to get out your comfort zone because that's the only way to grow. Like it doesn't matter of what makes you feel comfortable when it comes to business is you got to know what your business need from you in the current moment. And that's the end goal because as entrepreneurs, if we pretend to be shy, we won't eat. And we want our entrepreneurs to win long-term and not to allow a short-term emotion to affect their long-term growth. I fully agree, bro. And one of the things I had, too, that correlates with what you already said, the body language. So I look at it like this. So I'm a guy, entrepreneurs. Y'all know how it goes when you've been at a party. When you're talking to a female, before you even talk to them, they're already trying to figure out how you, your posture is how you stand and what are you wearing, who are you with? All these things fall along with your demeanor and your appearance. When you go to approach that girl, you're not going to get it if you're shy. Like, you're not going to get that business deal if you're shy. Like, because people have to believe in you and believe that you're the person that can do, you know, the job. So when it comes to a, a type of setting where you feel shy, you feel introvert, I want you guys to really think about this. If this is what I need to do to be this person for the night, then I need to be this person for the night. And I could go, I could go back in my shell when I go home. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do because scared money don't make no money. That's a fact. There's always a time and a place. And then you got to know it's the same thing in business. There's a time and a place. Yeah, I think that was a good example because a lot of the fellas, they're going to connect with you on that. Another thing we have for knowing the difference between network and selling, a solution is that is time of entry that I have. You can go back to the party scene. When the party just started, you're not the first person on the dance floor. That's just not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> KB, you, you're using a lot of party analogies. You got a party fever or something? Like, what's going on, bro? I just want to speak to the people because I know they understand being lit and how it goes. There's roots to it. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when you get there, you know, the DJ is probably there first, of course, playing music. But you're just not going to just start dance out of nowhere you're going to be eyeing seeing who's who what's going on for the night so when you at a networking event but you could be cool be casual but know the time of entry that you want to speak to this person you might have to speak to two or three of their friends first before you actually speak to them and then once you make that conversation and you win around the friends like it's a strategy that you can have where you really want to get to a high profile person it's like you're not going to be able to approach them directly all the time so you might have to infiltrate their friends, their circle, their security, whoever. 
and then you make your move. And I've seen it happen multiple times when people did that to me. And so, and it worked because it's like, yo, such and such told me about this person and they spoke to whoever is on my team. And then by the time it got to me, I already knew about it. And I kind of already knew how the, the conversation was going to go. And once I had a good enough feedback from the people that I trust, I can hear what you got to say now. So there's an art to it. Yeah, man. You just can't be going up to people because people hate small talk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nah, it seemed like you got that thing down to a T, man. Like, you know exactly how to butter a person up because it seems like a, and there's been a lot of situations where people try to butter you up, and but th- they got to do it right because if they don't, they come in hot, then you be like, yo, like, back up. Red flag. <laughs> we going the other way, coach. <laughs> That's crazy. With me, one of the things that I put, KB, is I put this for our entrepreneurs. When it comes to knowing the difference between networking and selling, you never want to sell on the first interaction, right? I think the best move is just to plant your seeds. And what I mean by that is that if you plant your seeds right, you got to have the mindset that I'm going to see you again. I'm going to see you. I'm not going to try to sell you on this first interaction, but I'm going to see you. And when I see you, then, you know, I'm in the meanwhile, I'm going to continue to build some type of relationship because then the next time I see you, we've already established some type of connection. Then I'm going in for the kill. And I think for our entrepreneurs, like that got to be the mindset is sometimes there's certain situations that you just got to plant your seeds, watch it grow, and then go in uh, and then get what you deserve. Yeah, I love that example. That is definitely true. Like, I need to write that down for my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is the final takeaway? Because I think with small talk, a lot of our entrepreneurs, we hate it. We don't like talking to people. Um, about nothing. We know the one thing that we can't get back is our time. So if we feel like someone is just trying to waste it, then they're going to get curved. (laughs) I say my final takeaway is we hate small talk, but networking is essential. There's no ifs or buts about it. So you got to get out there for your business sake. You might be one handshake away or DM away from your next opportunity. So you guys got to remember, you're not selling, but you're sharing your story and your experiences. If you did it right, you will leave the stranger either heartfelt, interested, or even inspired. Share emotions with other people and connect with them. And that's pretty much it for me. See, that's deep, man, because it's always about the impression we leave with someone. And I think like what you said earlier is, yes, small talk is annoying, but building strong relationships I can't tell my fellow entrepreneurs enough of how many relationships that helped me get to where I'm at today. And if it wasn't for me getting out of my comfort zone and approaching someone that I normally wouldn't have approached, that's what led to a lot of success. And I think for any entrepreneur listening, remember, outside of your comfort zone is where the most growth happens. And that's the only way that we're going to grow. Remember that small talk is annoying, but networking is everything. Entrepreneurhood. Anyone can start, but only champions finish. Now that you've completed this episode, you're ready to continue your journey by connecting directly with our hosts of Entrepreneurhood.
Follow us on Instagram at The Entrepreneurhood to stay updated with the community. For each episode, the first set of listeners to tag us on Instagram and leave a five-star review will be entered into a drawing to get a free one-on-one coaching session on the topic of entrepreneurship with our hosts. Remember, there is no shame in struggling because we fail, we grow, and we win right here on Entrepreneurhood.